Disclaimer, this episode is one of the old episodes in the original feed, re-uploaded to the new feed. I do not have information about original dates, but that shouldn't really matter. We don't talk about news that much on the show anyway, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay, enjoy the show. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon! Wait, 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 wait. Yes. My dog has to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. God? <laughs> Are you actually serious? No, this is this is the traditional I cut you off in the middle of your intro thing. Okay, fun. Anyway, variety of different Pokemon topics, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm your host, Pegasus. <laughs> and with me today, due to life stuff, is one co-host... Mr. Brad, how are you today? Guys, just so just you. Okay, just so that just so people get how this is funny, we've had to restart this intro like eight times because I had to go do stuff. <laughs> it sucks that I have it sucks for me that I have to deal with only you tonight. Usually I have Gingy or Penguin to somewhat control you. What can I say? They they call me bad for a reason. I guess they do. So anyway, yeah. Unfortunately, due to life circumstances, first of all, Penguin is for now stepping down from the show entirely. She may return in the future, but for right now, our schedule doesn't really work out. She is still paying for the hosting of our show on Podcatchers, though, so she's still very close to the show and is helping out really well. Really a lot. And Gingy is not here just for tonight because he needed to go to bed and go to work because adult... You know, I'm 16, and I've got, like, one more year before I'm an adult, because, like, I'm not counting two years, because in, like, two months, I'm going to be, like, 17, so this year's basically already over with, so I'm not ready for it. Not ready for adulthood yet? No, I'd rather, I'd rather just stay in my basement, Wouldn't we occasionally all? going outside that basement to use the bathroom. Or to yell at my mom to come bring me some ice cream. Isn't that what we all truly want in life? Definitely. So anyway, the first part of the show here, this might be slightly different from what we said in episode zero, but like, whatever. I don't remember episode zero because Genji didn't edit it yet. <laughs> so first, we're just going to have a discussion about like our current lives in Pokemon, like what we've been doing. Just have a little discussion about some Pokemon stuff we've been doing the past couple days. So, Brad, you been doing any Pokemon stuff past couple days that you want to share? Uh, I've been doing draft stuff. I'm on week three 
and tomorrow starts week four of this draft league I'm in. And I'm absolutely... I'm in that draft league too, aren't I? I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> yes. I You're am. probably doing better. You're probably doing better than me because I'm like 0-3 right now. I'm also 0-3 because I... I... I got 6-0'd week 1, I forfeited week 2, and the week 3 deadline is in like an hour, and I haven't fought CTL, so. That's because you wait to the last minute. I might just drop, I have too much on my plate. Week 1, I don't even remember, I think I, I, think I had a really solid idea, and then I just didn't execute well, and then... Week two, I executed everything perfectly, but my team was missing something. So I dropped Scrafty and got Reggie Rock in hopes that he'd fill that missing link that I was missing. And then week three, my whole team centered around Clefable, and turn four, Clefable died. So oof, I was very depressed. Week one, I got effortlessly six-sweeped by Galvantula, so... I can't say any condolences because he's an electric type, and electric types always do that, so you should have seen that coming. I probably should have. Okay, Brad, give me one second. So anything else in the Pokemon world lately? Um, nah, just doing my occasional... Oh, well... In uh, the Blastburn Radio League, I was challenged a couple of times this week and defended myself. Kept people from getting my amp badge. Ah, uh, yeah, I need to defend my gym. I know there's a couple of people who have challenged it. Like me? Did you? Yes, I've been asking you, like, a lot. Because you're the only badge I don't have, because... You always procrastinate and wait to the last minute. Alrighty, I'll deal with that tomorrow because I'm going to sleep after this. <laughs> I can tell you're tired. <laughs> you, you don't even you don't even sound like you're ready to do this. Well, I'm doing it. I'm fine. So shut up. <laughs> this is the perfect first first impression. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Pokemon with Roddy Hour. We just did <laughs> <in> the coffee. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, anything else, bud? Uh, no, I think that's about it. What's funny is we're a Pokemon podcast, and we're recording this two days after the release of Let's Go, and neither of us have played Let's Go. Wait. What do you mean we're, we're recording Let's Go? I said we're recording two days after Let's Go was released. Oh, yeah. I was about to and say, wait a minute, I have no it. idea what this that's what Gingy was supposed to. That's what Gingy was supposed to be here the, for, to talk about Let's Go, but he's not here, so. What's next? Oh, I should ask you, what has happened in your Pokemon career lately? Okay, so I've been playing a little competitive on and off, just for the heck of it. Random teams and shit, seeing what works. I always have teams that, like, perform, like, decently well on ladder, but then I face, like, my friends who are actually, like, consistently good at Pokemon, and I lose terribly. 
Ah, me. Yeah, I don't think... I think my, like, win-loss ratio against you is, like, two wins, (laughs) 50 losses. I remember a long time ago, you had that UU team. You were so proud of that UU team. And I was just (laughs) like, here... Let me let me see if I can make a U team and I'll fight you. Let's see how I want to see how good it is. And I spent five minutes and I was just like, okay, I think this will be good and I think this will be good. And then it just destroyed your game. After that team did super good on ladder, did su- got me to the finals of a tournament. You just beat it in five minutes. I mean. I don't even remember putting in that much effort. I just remember just throwing the Pokemon together. I hate you. (laughs) Anyway, I've been working on my Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke that I'm doing with Gingy and Patrick. Which is going pretty dang well. I got a Hyper Beam TM and I taught it to somebody. So that's going to be fun in PvP. I bet you it's Eradicate. It's not Eradicate. Or it could be Eradicate. Who knows? Probably erratic. I mean, rats are pretty strong. I, I keep from my. I, is it every time I think of like beam moves on the rat? I think of that like YouTube video by Dookie Shed, and it was like named something like "Radicate will mess you up," and you were like, "You think you can run away from this?" Rat, it can shoot beams like ice beam and hyper beam, <laughs> the strongest beam. I mean, when I think of rats and beams, I think of Rohan, who taught his radicate ice beam and was ridiculed for it. I mean, to be fair, no one's gonna expect an ice beam on radicate. Yeah, that's definitely what Rohan was going for. That element of surprise. He he should have just kept it down low on the quiet. And then when they swapped into something like Golem, boom, Ice Beam. Yep. It was so, like, I remember them talking about it in Blast Room Radio in the finale, because his Raticate had died before the finale, but Jolly just shared how much he wished that, it, that his rat had made it to the finale so he could have beaten Lance by shooting ice out of a rat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> I've also, today, I played a little bit of Pokemon White. I started a little casual playthrough of that. How'd it go? It went pretty good. I'm at the Dream Yard right now. I fought all the trainers, and now I'm gonna go fight Charon and then the first gym. Did you get a little monkey? I did get a monkey. What kind of monkey? A Panpour, because I chose Snivy. (laughs) So I got a water monkey. Honestly, my least favorite of the three monkeys. Ah, I think my favorite monkey is Semi Sage because I can't, I can't because of their competitive ability. But like Semi Sage looks the coolest, and like Semi Aren't the monkeys like absolute garbage? They are, and in random battles, Semi Poor has been okay with me. I just thought all of the monkeys were absolute garbage. It kind of makes me sad because I've like you. you, I can't speak. Those are kind of one of those Pokemon you want to be so good, but they're not. And I heard a story from somebody. They're supposed to be like the second starter trio of Gen Five, but they're just so underwhelming. Um, 
I heard of um, a story that somebody was telling me a few days ago, or maybe it was a week ago, about how Simiseer was their favorite Pokemon because they got into a Nuzlocke and their Simiseer saved their Nuzlocke run and took him to the Elite Four and won it for him. Those are the kind of stories I like. That's why I like Manetric. I mean, I, I like Manetric. I mean, I remember the first lock. I liked Manetric. first lock of... Go ahead. I liked Manetric before it had a Mega. <laughs> I mean, I really, lock- really like. Like, it became my favorite Pokemon once it like got a Mega, but I liked it before it had a Mega. Yeah, Manetric is pretty cool. The first Nuzlocke I ever did that I won was an Omega Ruby Wonderlock, and I had a I had a Simiseer who was like on and off my team the entire time. He was on my final Hall of Fame team, but he was the only casualty of the Pokemon League. <laughs> He died to Steven. You had one job. <laughs> Damn it, monkey. All you had to do was <laughs> not die. All you had to do was burn steel types. Something you should be extremely good at. Failure. <laughs> Damn, that voice crack, though. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's me in the Pokemon world lately. So that means it is time to get into our main topic for today's episode, which is differences in mechanics between the first generation of Pokemon and nowadays. Okay, so the first and obvious thing that comes to my mind is the stats. See, in Generation 1, they had a special stat, and and your special stat was basically your special defense and your special attack, and it made Pokemon like Chansey really, really good because they had high special, which means they could take special hits really, really good and, and they take dish all that out. defensive bulk and dish it out. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, there's so many Pokemon that, like, benefited so much from the special stat that the, the, that the special split kind of makes me a little bit sad. I mean, it didn't hurt too big of the giants of that generation, like Chansey and Alakazam. I mean, they were still amazing, still after the split. Yeah, but Chansey, but Chansey used to be able to dish out hits. Now she relies on, like, Seismic Toss and Toxic. Hey, its job is to wall, and I can't think of a more annoying wall in the entire game of Pokemon. I mean... Pukamuko. I mean, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I remember the first time I got walled by a Pukamuko. I fell in love with the thing. Now I'm running one on my Ubers team. <laughs> I actually, I think I ran one in Anything Goes, and it was so fun to run. I'm running one in the Ubers tournament that wind up is running with dual screens. Did you win that, toxic. by the way? I won the first round and I lost the second round. Okay. I won v one Denarius with a Pukumuku in round one. Another one, um, another big difference that comes to mind is Toxic, one of the greatest moves of all time in Generation Seven, or well, arguably, is like. I love how quickly you just like took over. You're just like, screw you, Pegasus. I'm going now. <laughs> Hey, 
I'm the compa- I'm the competitive genius. This is why I'm on this show. This is the only I mean, reason. I just invited you because you're my friend, but I, yeah, yeah, I guess you do come with that utility. Fine, I, I guess I guess I'm just not useful. No, you're great. I'm just picturing you just like holding up thumbs and just be like, yeah, you're, you're great. Yeah, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I was just blindsided by it. Like I, I, I introduced the topic and then you just started like spitballing. W- would you like, would you like to speak Pegasus? I mean, I planned on it, but by all means, you seem to know a lot about this, to be honest. Well, I did go to the top 500 in Smogon on this tier. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was Mono and Gen 1 OE were the two tiers that I went top 500 in. Gen 7 Mono? Yes. Okay. Not not Gen 1 Mono. No. I don't even think Gen 1 Mono is a thing, and if it is, it sounds bad. I mean, I want you to think of how many, like, types have six Pokemon in them. I feel like literally the Gen 1 mono metagame would just be normal mottos, monos, and like... Psychic. And Dragon. like rock monos that are just Golem and Rhyhorn specifically to counter the normal monos. <laughs> um, Toxic was a big thing in Generation 1. What well, wasn't a big thing in Generation 1. Had that backwards. Because... When they switched out, it lost its toxic effect. It just became like regular poison instead of badly poison, which sucked. You you more you're more hoping for a freeze because if you freeze in generation one, you're just screwed. You're just dead. You might as well just yeah, sack off that. Poison. That's another big thing. If you Gen one, if you get frozen, there's no thawing out unless you get hit by a fire move. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then um paralysis in generation one was a big thing and you didn't technically want your opponent to get paralyzed you wanted your chancy to get paralyzed because if you if you got down to the wire and it was chancy if you versus got paralyzed chancy, you can't get frozen no you don't want you to be frozen because then he'll kill you which you want to be paralyzed just because um while he's wasting moves you can go turns without using a move and he'll struggle before you yeah Good leads um, in Generation 1 were stuff like, um, I know Jinx was one, because Jinx would come in, and they'd use Sweet Kiss and put something to sleep, and then they would um, use like something like Reflect and go into Chansey. Oh boy. But I mean, Reflect in Gen 1 was just a self-buff. Oh, was it? Yep, that's another difference. Well, then, reflect was re- reflect was something that went away when you switched in Gen One. It's been like half a year since I've played Generation or Gen One OU. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I'm out of it. I quit that. I quit that meta game for one reason and one reason only. Didn't you take once like you a got Chancy to, versus Chancy to like 700 turns? Well, yeah, but once you got to um, yeah, that was one thing definitely. Chancy versus Chancy was stupid. But once you got to um, the top 500, all the teams were the same. 
honestly, if that had happened to me with the Chansey versus Chansey, I just would have like replaced one of my Chansey's coverage move with Toxic just for that specific situation. Yeah, but then you run the risk of, oh crap, I accidentally paralyzed them during that fight. Oh, well, yeah, at that point you're screwed. And then you kind of wasted a coverage move that was needed. And then also, um, see, and when you're on low ladders, it's the same thing. Only things you see on low ladders is you see people that's trying to do a, um, a red team, people that's trying to do a blue team. Like from Soul Silver, and then you have um, the three starters and the three um, legendary birds all on one team, and then you have your competitive teams that you'd see in like the top five hundred, and that's it. You don't see any other mods, yeah. and I hate when people and I hate when people complain about the Gen Seven like meta game. They're like, oh, it sucks, and Z-moves are stupid, and Mega Evolutions are stupid, and, and I liked it when it was, I liked the older generations better, when it was much more simpler, and all that stuff. I'm, and I'm just telling you guys, if you ever hate the Gen 7 metagame, just go back Gen 1. I honestly really back. enjoyed the Gen 1 metagame. But which one's better? 1 or 7? I mean, yeah, Gen 7's obviously better. Thank you. That that's the point I'm making. I mean, Pokemon is is getting better at what they do. I also had a lot of fun when I forayed into the Gen Three meta game. I never went to any other meta games but Gen One and Gen Seven. I made somebody rage quit because I totally f- predicted the crap out of him and one shot his primate with a, with a focus punch. The most ridiculous game I've ever had was on Monotype. And some people on Monotype are so predictable, it's not even funny. And typically the people that beat me on Monotype run teams that I don't see every day. If you ha- And this person had a team that I seen like every day up to this point because I was trying to get into the top 500. So I knew he was going to lead with this Pokemon because I knew that he thought that I was going to lead with this certain Pokemon. I can't remember the details, but I just remember predicting him seven turns in a row, not taking a single hit within like 2% on any of my Mons because I predicted every single move he was going to do. And he had like three of his Pokemon gone and he raged quit. Yeah, it just feels... I feel like one of the best feeling is... One of the best feelings in Pokemon is when you predict a switch correctly and you use Focus Punch. The best feeling in the world is when, yeah, when you predict someone and you just click Volt Switch. Man, I remember Elisa in black and white with her Volt Switch bullcrap. It got me so mad. Have I ever told you the reason why I chose Electric? No, why did you choose Electric? I mean, you probably told me, but I don't remember right now. Part of that was due to Elisa. Yeah, Elisa was real annoying, but also real cool. I mean, she was she was a cool gym leader. She, as a child, destroyed me, like demolished me. And yeah, I wanted to be me, a gym leader. It took me many attempts to beat her. And I wanted to be a gym leader like that who challenged people. Brad's dream is to be a gym leader. I mean... Technically, I am a gym leader, 
But yeah, you are you are the BBR league electric gym leader. I used to do um they used to be gym leaders on things like Azure and stuff like that. And that's how I got good at <clears throat> Mono. I give a hundred percent of my like being good at skill in Mono to the leagues in Azure, the side server of Smogan. Okay, Brad, I'm sorry, but like we kinda have to like stay on topic a little bit. <clears throat> You just keep bringing up random things, and it just branches off. So anyway, <clears throat> Gen 1 differences. Another big difference that was, like, critical was... Critical? Haha, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Was that <laughs> critical hits were based on speed. The faster your Pokemon was, the more likely it was to land critical hits. Which was a double-edged sword, because another thing in Gen 1... Was that your setup? So instead of crits not determining just your opponent's stat changes, they also don't determine yours. So if your sword's danced up and you crit, <coughs> it does less damage. Because it doesn't count your swords that. Yeah, that's how I, crits work in Gen 1. They, they... I used to know all of these different things. But I don't anymore, just because I haven't done it in so long. One of the biggest abusers of the speed for crits thing was Persian. Persian was OU in that gen, like, solely because he could slash things to death. You know, I don't ever remember seeing a Persian. He might not have been OU, but he was used in OU because he could slash through things because he was almost guaranteed to crit with slash. I mean, this team that I have on my phone to fight you with today, I don't even remember making it. And I, I remember it, it's not my team that I brought to the top 500. I remember it was something like I lost that team, and I made a different team, and I made it in like five minutes, and then I decided, you know what, this is boring, and I don't want to spend all this effort to make the greatest team like I did a long time ago kind of thing. Yeah, my team is kind of unconventional. Like, I have a mon or two on there that's definitely not super common. I hope we have Chansey, at least. You hope that we both have Chansey so that we can take the battle to, like, eight, 87 turns? Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for, like, Gingy to have to cut out, like, eight hours. Just because we've been, like, Chansey versus Chansey, and we went, like, eight turns paralyzed. Oh, no, it would just be completely uncut. It'd just all be there. <laughs> oh my god Chansey is paralyzed and can't move Oh my god Chansey is paralyzed and can't move 20 turns later Oh my god Chansey is paralyzed It can't move Wow Oh, oh boy oh. oh we're finally at half health 300 turns later Soft boil Ha Yeet Christ <laughs> <laughs> Uh. So anyway, another difference is the absence of held items. They did not exist yet. They were not a part. They didn't have abilities either. Of yeah, no abilities, no held items. It's the Wild West. Eevees were these big things too back then. Yeah, you could max out stats. They there was no restrictions on Eevees. You could max out all of your stats. Actually, in Gen One, weren't they called Devies? 
They were called DVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know a little bit. Um, Gen One was wild, man. Rap. Oh yeah, I like rap in Gen One. I was talking about the music. Oh. <laughs> Brad just like starts busting some rhymes about Gen One Pokemon. Uh, Gen One Jancy is like really <laughs> ransom. Jinji, you better put like some intense rap music behind that. <laughs> just Jinji just adds it um adds in him uh, beatboxing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, rap in Gen One was a move that you hit if you hit with it, your po- your po- opponent is basically like it can't move, it just can't. It can switch out, unlike in later gens. But then you just hit the next Pokemon with rap. It's just a terrible cyclone of death. Rap does have a chance to miss though, so that can stop that from happening. That's why you bring in something like Jolteon and fuck the shit. Yes. Indeed. So, yeah, what else was a big thing? Same thing for Fire Spin. Fire Spin was basically a slightly better version of that. What else was another thing in Gen 1? I'm thinking. We probably should have took notes. I probably should have, but like... You can't expect takes... these things. <laughs> this isn't a big one, but I feel like I'll bring it up just because I remembered it. That focus energy was broken in Gen One. Like the game, the move did not work how it was supposed to. Instead of boosting your crit chance, it made it near impossible for you to crit. Because <laughs> the because the move was like coded wrong. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Focus energy did nothing but negative. It made it almost guaranteed you don't crit. Didn't I mean, agility? I guess help that you I guess that crit? could have. I guess that could have niche usage if you wanted. If you want to run a fast Pokemon as a setup sweeper and you're afraid of critting. Yes. If you can sacrifice like a coverage move for focus energy, so that you can get rid of that fear. You know what makes me sad? What? In lower generations, there were no such thing as Volt Turn. I know. That's like my whole thing. It's like my, my whole There was no move back. switching at all in Gen 1. There was no move that could switch you out. I don't even think Baton Pass existed yet. Did you say yes? What? I didn't hear what you said. I said, do you want to battle now? I mean, we're still talking, Brad. Are we? And there's a whole segment before we battle. Oh, what segment is that? Pokemon of the episode. I hope that I wasn't supposed to do that. What do you mean? I mean, like, I haven't done anything that's Pokemon of the episode. Okay, anyway, I'm trying to think of anything else for Gen 1. 
Oh, there's also the fact that dark steel and fairy type were not a thing that existed. You're right, and that made psychic types really, really good, meaning that their only weakness was bug, and there was, like, no good bug Pokemon at the, all. all the, the most powerful bug type move in that gen was, like, a five-time hit pin missile. What was the what was the best bug type Pokemon in Gen One? Like Heracross. Uh, Heracross didn't exist. I'd say probably Pinsir. Okay. Her now, for our Gen One OU's like special thing, Pegasus will do the Pokey rap. I I don't have the lyrics, or else I would. To be honest, you were supposed to memorize it. Was I? I don't remember this conversation. I clearly do. I'll pull up the lyrics right now. I'll drop the poker rap right now. Oh, you know what? I'm doing it right now. I'm I'm getting on Chrome. Uh, click, click, tap, tap. Click, click, tap, tap. Pokemon rap. I want to be the best that ever was. To beat all the rest, yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidor, and Nanky, Venusaur, Rattata, Fero, Pidgey, Seeking, Guiltyon, Dragonite, Gasly, Ponyta, Vaporeon, Hollyrath, Butterfree. What? Are you doing this off the top of your head? No, this is, I I'm reading the lyrics. I was like reading the lyrics, and I was like, Jesus, Pig. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. Pokemon, I'll search across. Okay, we're done. <laughs> and I think that's that is a long list. I think that's it for our topic today. So now we're moving on to Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. Thank you, two-year-old consultant. The Pokemon, because Genji's gonna put. Alex saying, who's that Pokemon there? So the Pokemon of the episode today, as provided by our absent co-host, Raging Jinji. Hold on, I have to pull up the information. Jinji can cut this out. You shouldn't cut this out, Jinji. Wow. How dare you, Brad? You have to be a professional podcast. This is our first goddamn episode. Our Pokemon of the episode is Doug Trio. Ah, oh, Tri-Attack was like one of its like awesome moves, and it was physical back in Generation 1. And like, I remember being so depressed finding out that its awesome move, Tri-Attack, becomes special later on. And then it's like signature, like that was its like signature move until Porygon got it and stole its like thunder. I mean, it was, like, the I coolest mean, move ever. I kind of knew it as Dodrio's signature move. I didn't even know Dugtrio got it. Yeah, Dugtrio got Tri-Attack, and it was a physical move in Generation 1. And it was, like, that was its whole, like, niche in the, in the metagame, was it used Tri-Attack. And it was awesome. And it was good at just spamming Tri-Attack. Are you and... sure you're thinking of Doug Trio and not Dodrio? 
Oh, I am thinking of Dodri. Oh, that's the wrong trio. <laughs> Actual Pokemon we're talking now. about. Doug Trio, he can't learn Tri Attack. At least I don't think so. I'm almost fairly positive he can't. So let's read some Pokedex entries of Doug Trio. In Ruby and Sapphire, it says Doug Trio are actually triplets that emerge from one body. As a result, each triplet thinks exactly like the other two triplets. They work co cooperatively to burrow endlessly. I wonder how I would think with like three heads attached to me and we all thought the same thing. Because like, what if I thought to myself, man, that guy's an idiot. I would know that all three of the brains think that I'm an idiot. In their... Pokedex entry in Moon says, despite the closest the closeness between this Pokemon and farmers and other people, no one has ever seen the parts of it concealed underground. So we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what the under part of a Dugtria. I love how Pegasus just ignored my fizzle. Um, my like just whole like question. I didn't hear you ask a question. I was too busy doing a segment. What'd you ask? I said, see, if I had three heads, like, connected together, and we all thought the same thing, and I looked at one of the heads, and I thought to myself, man, I hate that guy. Like, <laughs> how, would, how would I handle that? Because all three of us would be thinking the same thing, and I would know that not only I hate that guy, but he hates me. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty trippy, bro. So, like... Would we start fighting? But then, like, we'd be evenly matched, and we're all on one body. So, like, if I punch him, it hurts me. Okay, so anyway, lastly, the Pokedex entry in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee says, A team of triplets that can burrow to a depth of 60 miles. It's reported that this triggers an earthquake. Doug trios are, like, destroying the region by digging... You know, so, I didn't know this. This is a nerd thing, and you can hate me if you want to, Pegasus, but this is why you learn logarithms in school kids, because apparently earthquakes are measured in logarithms, so, like, the difference between each point is ridiculous. So, like, like a, a 5.0 earthquake and a 6.0 earthquake is, like, 10,000 times different. Like, 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 a 6.0 is 10 times greater than a 5.0 or something ridiculous. It's like some large number. Okay, so anyway, a competitive set for Doug Trio. In Gen 7, he is classified in the Ubers tier due to his band ability arena trap. He can be used as a utility trap. Tapper with the moveset Earthquake, Screech, Substitute, and Memento or Toxic. With the item Groundium Z, the Ability Arena Trap, the Nature Adamant or Jolly, and the EV's 252 Attack, 4 Defense, 252 Speed. This can allow him to trap Pokemon and kill them with different things. Back when I used to play with Doug Trio to toxic, and Monotype. 
Okay. Tell your story about back, monotype. Back when I used to go against Doug Trio in like monotype, because I think they banned him. Yeah, because he's Ubers now, because they banned Arena Trap. So anyway, you were talking about Doug Trio and monotype. Okay, so like as an electric mono person, going up against ground anyway is scary. Like, you, like even the worst person who's running ground, if they have at least a halfway decent team, have to take it serious, like, no matter how good they are. But if they have Doug Trio, I can't go into my main sweeper Raichu at all. Because if I go into Raichu, he comes into Doug Trio, and he clicks Sucker Punch. 100% of the time, I can't switch out, and I'm just dead. And that makes it physically impossible for me to win. So you're glad they banned him is what you're saying? Yes, immensely. Because the only thing that could beat Doug Trejo is Rotom Wash. And, like, everything beats Rotom Wash on a ground mono, almost. Because they just go into Gastrodon or Seismitoad. Yep. Okay, so that's our Pokemon of the episode. Real quick, I'm going to share a story because Jinji isn't here to share it. He, we talked about this on Pixels, but just to share the story, a reason why, where Jinji doesn't like Doug Trio that much. On release, he went over to his friend DJ's house with another friend to play Pokemon X and Y on release. And he ran into a shiny Doug Trio, and he got it down to red, and he threw a Pokeball, and it broke out. He threw in poke- another Pokeball, and it broke out. And then eventually, he ran out of Pokeballs and had to kill it. That reminds me of a story. I was playing um Pokemon, like I think it was like Ash Gray. It was like a, a fan game. And I ran okay. into a shiny Diglett. And I only had one Pokeball, and I caught it, and it was the greatest feeling in my entire life. I remember one time I actually shiny hunted without re- on my friend's copy, just to like surprise him with a shiny, and I didn't realize he didn't have good Pokeballs. And I ran into the shiny sock, and I only had like ten Pokeballs and five Great Balls, and he broke out of everything. <laughs> that sucks. So anyway, yeah. So that's our Pokemon of the episode, and now for the final segment where we will put our poke. We will the words. I will present our host with a theme. We will team build for it, and we will fight. And the battle theme for this week. I don't know why I say week, but I guess we usually record weekly. The battle theme this time is Gen 1OU to go with our episode topic. So as Brad has said, he has made it to top 500 on Gen 1OU ladder, so I'm not very confident, to be honest. Watch me just die, because I haven't done it in, like, so long. I mean, I remember way back in the before times when I was on that other Pokemon podcast, we there was a lost episode that never came out where we fought in Gen 1 OU for the showdown section 
and I completely like destroyed both of my co-hosts, especially Penguin, who's come back for this show, who will come back for this show once she gets her schedule together. I swept her with a slow bro, and it was glorious. Okay, I'm going to challenge you now. All right, let's do it. I hope I win this. Oh, shit. I forgot the team preview wasn't a thing. Let me change my lead. What's up, doggo? My doggo decided to come in here. And love okay, on me. So Whoa, doggo. We usually have three hosts here. The host who isn't fighting will commentate the showdown matches. But since it's just me and Brad today, I will commentate our match. And I'll do it in the third person because that just seems to be where my brain goes and I don't want to confuse myself. Okay, so Brad has let out with Jinx. I assume you haven't nicknamed any of your Pokemon like me because I'm creative. Brad is like silently ashamed of himself. I'm in I'm in competitive Brad? focus mode. Oh, okay. So Pegasus leads out with Red Bull the Tauros and Brad leads out with Jinx. Jinx wow. takes a critical hyper beam for Red Bull for a hundred percent of his health and goes down. Out comes Golem for Brad. Red Bull uses Blizzard, which does sixty percent to Golem. Golem uses Body Slam, which does 21% to Red Bull. Out comes Slowbo for Brad. Red Bull uses Blizzard, which does 10% to Slowbro and freezes him. Ah, oh, depression. <laughs> depression and sadness. Uh, that come was a misclick. Come on, come on, come Red Bull come uses on, Blizzard, on, does, oh. does 11% to Slowbro. And Slowbro is still frozen. Come on, 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 come on. Brad, you realize you can't unfreeze in Gen 1. It's it's possible, it's just super freaking rare. It, no, it's literally impossible. You are misinformed. Red Bull uses Hyper Beam, which crits slow, bro, and takes it down. Jesus! <laughs> Tauros is the Gen 1 king! Red Bull uses Hyper Beam, which does 65% to Brad's newly brought out Chansey. Chansey uses Reflect to boost its defense. Red Bull has to recharge. Chansey uses Soft Boiled and heals up to 85%. Out comes High Penguin, the Slowbro, for Pegasus, which takes a Seismic Toss for 25% of its health on Switch In. Takes another Seismic Toss from 25% of its health. High Penguin uses Amnesia. Boosting its special stat. High Penguin takes another Psychic Toss for 20% of its, 5% of its health and uses Amnesia to boost up its special attack. And it Ooh, goes get wrecked. To toss. I was going to use Rest and I didn't realize that it obviously <laughs> didn't work. But I think we out, uh, had a speed tie or something. Out comes Armstrong the Golem for Pegasus. Don't you start barking at me, dog. Switches out to Golem, and Armstrong uses Explosion, which does 34% to Brad's Golem. Congratulations on the prediction, sir. Well, that is kind of my job. Quit licking me, you dumb dog. Get out. Yikes. Out again comes Red Bull, the Tauros for Peg. Hey, shut up. 
Quit barking. Red Bull uses Blizzard, which is enough to take out Brad's golem. <laughs> out comes Chansey for Brad. I want you to just Red get Chansey. Hyper Beam, which does 71% to Chansey. Chansey uses Seismic Toss, which does 21% to, to 28% to Red Bull. Chansey's at 14%. Red Bull's at 51 But Chansey uses Soft Boil on the recharge turn for Red Bull, which gets it back up to 64%. Brad switched to Starmie, Red Bull uses Hyper Beam, which takes 56% of Starmie's health. Yeah! Which crits and takes out Red Bull. Out comes Zap Doggo, the Jolteon, for Peg. Out comes Chansey for Brad. Zap Doggo uses Thunderbolt on Chansey, which is a critical hit and does 32%. Zap Doggo uses Hyper Beam, which crits and finishes off Chansey. Yeah, I'm getting tired of these stupid crits. Out comes Tauros for Brad. Zap Doggo uses Thunderbolt, which crits and does 87% to Tauros. Tauros uses Earthquake, which does 62% to Zap Doggo. Yeah, I think this is where you just click Zap Doggo Thunderbolt, uses Thunderbolt and finishes off Tauros. I want it to go down that I didn't get a single crit this game. Oof. Zap Doggo uses Thunderbolt, finishing off Starmie. Peg is the winner. I got, I got Frozen. And got no crits the entire game. You got so haxed in this game, I honestly feel bad. I want a rematch. I want to see, like, if we did another game. I want to see if you could win consistently. You know what? Because there would usually be more matches in a show, because there's supposed to be three hosts, I will give Brad that rematch. We will fight again. If I win, we do best of three. I mean, I guess because there would be three games with three hosts, I guess that makes sense. So me and Brad will do best of three, so you guys get the same amount of battling you would in a normal episode. So here we are again, same leads. Peg leads with Red Bull, the Tauros, and Brad leads with Jinx. Red Bull uses Blizzard, doing 10% to Jinx. Jinx uses Lovely Kiss, which puts Red Bull to sleep. Did you predict I was a, um... a... I was expecting a switch. Tauros is asleep. Red Bull is asleep. And Jinx uses Psychic for some amount of percent that I didn't read. But it does like... lower Red Bull's special defense. Red Bull is again asleep. Jinx uses Psychic, which does 59%, leaving Red Bull at 4%. Red Bull wakes up, but Jinx uses Ice Beam and finishes off Red Bull. This is going to go very differently. It's going to go very differently. Out comes High Penguin, the slow bro for Peg. High Penguin has been put to sleep by Lovely Kiss, and it is still asleep. Brad switches out to Starmie. High Penguin is fast asleep. Starmie uses Thunderbolt, does 43% to High Penguin. High Penguin wakes up. Peg switches to Armstrong the Golem. Starmie uses Thunderbolt, and Armstrong is immune. Peg switches to Eggmom the Chansey, who takes a serve for 14% of his health. Out comes Golem for Brad, who takes a Thunderbolt, but he is immune. Tansy uses Blizzard, does crits, and does 100% God to Golem, taking him down. Out comes Tauros for Brad. Peg switches to Arm.
Armstrong the Golem, who takes a body slam for a crit, but it's only 20%, but it does paralyze. Brad switches to Starmie. Armstrong uses Hyper Beam for 46% of Starmie's health. Armstrong takes a surf and goes down. Eggmom the Chansey back out for Pegasus. I can't remember what your last two Pokemon are. Jolteon was one of them. I guess you'll find out again. Starmie uses Psychic, which crits and does 28% to Eggmom. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt, does 48% to Starmie, leaving it at 5%. Eggmom is at 59%. Starmie uses Psychic, does some percent, leaving it at 44%, but lowers Chansey's special defense. Eggmom uses Soft Boiled, gets to 94%. Starmie uses Psychic, doing 22% to Eggmom, but lowering its special defense once again. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt and takes Starmie down. Out comes Jinx for Brad. Eggmom is switched out for High Penguin the Slowbro. Lovely Kiss puts High Penguin to sleep. Out comes Tauros for Brad, and out comes Eggmom the Chansey for Peg. Tauros uses Body Slam, which does 41% to Eggmom. Eggmom uses Fire Blast and does 36% to Tauros and gets the burn. Tauros uses Body Slam. Which does 20% to Eggmom, and he takes 70% God from Gorn. Eggmom uses soft boiled and heals up to 60%. I'm just getting all the hacks this game. Tross uses Ice Beam doing next to no damage. Eggmom heals himself her, heals herself up to full. Out comes Slowbro for Brad, which takes a blizzard on the switch for 13% of its health. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt but misses. Slowbro uses amnesia. Boosting its special by two times. Chance uses Thunderbolt, doing 22% to Slowbro. Slowbro uses Amnesia again, getting up to three times special. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt, which does 16% to Slowbro. Slowbro uses Surf, and it does 42% to Eggmom. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt, which crits and takes out Slowbro. That is beyond stupid. Out comes Chansey for Brad. Chansey uses Seismic. Toss for 14% of Eggmom's health. Eggmom soft boils up to 94%. Chansey uses Seismic Toss for 14%. Eggmom uses Blizzard for 13% of Chansey's health. Chansey uses Seismic Toss for 14%. Eggmom uses Blizzard for 13%. Watch you get a freeze right here. <laughs> Eggmom uses Blizzard for 13%. Chansey uses Seismic Toss for 14%. <laughs> Just Chansey versus Chansey. God damn it. <laughs> Eggmom uses Blizzard for 14%. Chansey uses Seismic Toss for 14%. Chansey uses Soft Boiled, healing up to 97%. Eggmom uses Soft Boiled, healing up to 97%. Chansey uses Seismic Toss, taking 14% of Eggmom's health. Eggmom uses Blizzard, takes 13% of Chansey's health. One more Blizzard left. Eggmom uses Blizzard, taking 13% of Chansey's health. And Chansey uses Seismic Toss, taking 14% of Eggmom's health. I didn't get frozen. Eggmom uses Fire Blast, taking 13% of Chansey's health. Chansey uses Seismic Toss, taking 14% of Eggmom's health.
Do I win this PP stall? I think I win it. Chansey uses Psychic Toss doing 14% of Eggmon's health. Eggmon uses Soft Boil, healing up to 80%. Yeah, I definitely Chansey win this stall. Chansey uses Toss doing 14% of Eggmon's health. Eggmom uses Fire Blast, doing 14% of Chansey's health and landing the burn. Eggmom uses Fire Blast and misses. Chansey uses Soft Boiled, healing up to 94%, but being brought down to 88% after burn damage. It's stall war here, folks. I, I, I don't know what to do. Fire Blast hits, and Seismic Toss hits. It's a just a war of attrition. You might as well just switch, because you're not going to win this war. I might win it. See no, because you're not paralyzed, and you're not going to get paralyzed either. Chansey uses Seismic Toss for 14% of Eggmon's health. Takes burn damage. Eggmon uses Fire Blast. Same old story. Chansey's at 48%, Eggmom's at 37 at the end of the turn. Eggmom uses Soft Boiled, going back up to 87%. Chansey uses Sagmut Toss, doing 14% of Eggmom's health and taking some damage from Burn. Eggmom uses Fire Blast and misses. Chansey uses Soft Boiled, getting back up to 92% and taking 6% from Burn, leaving it at 85%. Eggmom uses Fire Blast, which does 14% of Chansey's health. Chansey uses Reflect, putting up a Reflect, and takes some burn damage. Chansey uses Fire Blast, doing 25% to Eggmom, and taking some burn damage. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt, doing 10% to Chansey. Chansey uses Fire Blast and misses. Take 7% from Burn. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt, which does 9% to Chansey. Chansey uses Soft Boiled, going back up to 84%, but is left at 78% after Burn damage. Thunderbolt brings Chansey down to 66%. We are at 48 turns, people. Yeah, I've just decided that I'm not doing a third match. Chance, yeah, yeah. Chance to use a Thunderbolt. Well, I mean, we're doing a third match. It feels kind of cheaty if we don't. See, so, yeah, at the end of that turn, basically the same old thing. Chancey's at 49%. I like how we're assuming that I win this match. I mean, you might. We'll see what happens. I said if you win. Eggmom uses Thunderbolt doing 11% to Chancey. Chansey uses soft boiled healing at fuck up to 88%. <laughs> this is a fight that's happening, folks. It's real. Chansey uses fire blast doing 14% to Eggmom, taking 6% from burn. Chansey, I mean, Eggmom uses thunderbolt, which crit and does 21% to. Okay, all I have to do is win this speed tie and crit. Come on. Fuck. Eggmom uses soft boiled and. And heals back up to 70. Chansey uses Fire Blast, bringing Egg to 57%. This is a big war of attrition, folks. Yeah, like you're trying to make this sound exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. I'm trying my very best. 
there's gonna be some epic battle music in the background, so at least that'll help. How about how about after this game we switch Chansey with something else? We do a no chancy tiebreaker. Yes, no chancy tiebreaker. I'm not even gonna bother reporting on these turns until something happens. Egg Mom is burned too now. Thank you. That's what I've been waiting for. Egg Mom uses Thunderbolt, doing 10% to Chansey. Takes 6% from Burn. Chansey uses Soft Boiled, getting back up to 63%. But Burn takes it down to 57. Egg Mom uses Soft Boiled, going back up to 88%, being left at 82% with Burn. Soft Boiled brings Chansey back up to 100%. Chansey uses Seismic Toss, doing 14% to Egg Mom. I'm I'm gonna stop recording on these turns until something happens. <laughs> it's just two chances fighting it out very, very slowly. I'm just I'm just imagining like Eye of the Tiger going on and like Rocky Balboa fight. Rising up <laughs> Twelve rounds of just going at it, just punching each other in the face. Two of the cutest monsters in the game just punching each other in the face for 12 turns. Eye of the Tiger, it's the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of a rival. I was hoping for the crit. You didn't get the crit, and our chances are still warring. Turn 59 we're at now. My phone's at 3%, watch it die. You better plug that thing in, Brad. It is plugged in. I am Tiger, it's the thrill of the fight. Yeah, the Chansey War of Attrition is still going, folks. I've stopped reporting on it because it's getting tangential. You know what? This is the perfect time to tell my story about my little brother Evan and the time he destroyed a kid in math. <laughs> I don't think we have time for that. I think this PP stall is about over. I'm almost out of moves. Hold on, let me go get a different charger because I don't want my phone to die. Okay. The chances are still warring, folks. Currently, Egg Mom is at 68% and Chansey's at 83. We're at turn 63. Don't you do it, phone. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Okay. Tansy uses Seismic Toss doing 14% to Egg Mom. Egg Mom uses Thunderbolt. Same old story. Same old story, but it's about to end. Because Egg Mom is running out of Thunderbolts very quickly. Chansey said... Oh, are you out of attacking moves? No, oh, no, I have plenty. 13 Seismic then Toss you, and 2 Fire Blasts. Then why are you setting Reflects when you already have Reflects up? To, to save moves? Because I'm, you're taking Burn damage. That way I can let Burn slowly whittle you down instead of um, my actual attacking moves. And now Egg Mom is out of Thunderbolt, so she's going to spam Egg Soft Boiled until she's out of Soft Boiled. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, what, I mean, what else are you going to do? There's no sense in me finishing you off. You might as well just struggle to death. 
I mean, to be fair, Chansey's special, Chansey's physical defense is kind of garbage, so I feel like I might kill you with struggle. And I got softballs. I think I've got six left. Yeah, six. Chansey keeps using Reflect to save PP. Eggmom obviously continues to use softboiled. But he only she has does one not left. Want to die. Oh, and Pegasus, I have a reflect up, so struggle's not going to kill me. You're right. I have like eight reflects up. I mean, they don't stack, Brad. I wish they did. Eggmom uses struggle doing 2% to Chansey, doing 1% Ooh. to itself. And this is going to keep going for another like 30 turns. <laughs> <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should just click reflect for as long as I can to make you just struggle. No, please, no. Please kill me. You could kill yourself. In like 87 turns. I'm doing 1% recoil with struggle. This podcast is going to be like four hours long and three of them are going to be the chances fighting. Eggmom is finally going to go down this turn, it seems. Is it 10%? Use that struggle, do that 2%, take that 1% recoil, 6% burn damage, and Chansey softboiled, so Eggmom gets one more turn to live. I spare thy life. Only for me to take it myself. Eggmom struggles, takes 1% recoil, and takes the rest of itself and burn damage, and finally goes down. I want you to just look at my Chansey's happy face. Out comes Bobbert the Charizard for Peg. Bobbert uses Sword Dance, multiplying its attack by 2. I'm not gonna lie, Chansey can take it. Seismic Toss, and takes 28% of Bobbert's health. Chansey can take it. Bobbert uses Swords Dance, tripling its attack stat. Chansey, Chansey can take it. Chansey uses Seismic Toss and does 28% of Bobber's cell. You gonna move, Brad? I was thinking. What is there to think about? Out comes Jinx for Brad, who takes a submission for 89% of its health. Bobbert takes 20% recoil. Bobbert's at 24%, Jinx is at 1%, Jinx uses Hyper Beam and takes out Bobbert. I mean, Ice Beam, Ice not beam. Hyper Beam. <laughs> High Penguin, the slow bro, hits the field for... Fuck, um... For Pegasus. I, I forgot my own name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Brad withdrew, withdraws Jinx for his burned Tauros. High Penguin is asleep. Tauros uses Thunderbolt, which crits and takes out High Penguin. Oh, thank God. Out comes Zapdoggo, the Jolteon. Come on, Tauros. He uses Thunderbolt, which yeah. does 40%, leaving Tauros at 2%, which leaves it as an earthquake, which does 100%. And yeah. takes out Pegasus. Brad is the winner. I don't think we're going to do a tiebreaker because honestly, this <laughs> podcast is with.
bit too long already? I told you I was I was telling you I was not eighty three turns. Eighty three turns. That's not even half of my longest battle engine one OU. That was ridiculous. This is why I don't play Gen 1 OU anymore. See, so yeah, that's our show. It'll get better when there's three of us here, I promise. Are you saying it wasn't good with me? Oh, no, it was pretty good. I'm just saying it'll get better if there's more people. Anyway, I'm Brad. I'm bad. You're Brad, you're bad? Yep, before I'm Brad, I'm bad. Do the little, before we do our cute little intros, outros, I have to tell people where to find me on the internet. I can be found on Twitter at PegasusTheGame1, my YouTube content is the gamer. I'm on a couple other podcasts. The main Pixels show, Pixels Polygons and Fun, can be found right See. on podcast found as Pixels Polygons Fun. Ghost of Gaming Future can be found on the YouTube channel Ghost of Gaming Future. Poka Survivor can be found on the Pixels Polygons and Fun YouTube channel. It's in the playlist labeled Poka Survivor. Okay, yeah, you can find me by finding Pegasus. Find me by fo- find Brad by finding Pegasus. You can find Brad in our community Discord, which there'll be a link to in the description of the YouTube video and the show notes of releases. I'm out of here. Peace. So, yeah, I've been Pegasus. Good night. You're supposed to say I've been Brad. Oh. I've been bred. I've been bred. I've been bred. People call me that. And I just want to. Guys, for episode two. See ya.